I'm Michelle Danner, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 647 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is Michelle Danner. Now, Michelle is the director of a new film called Miranda's Victim, and it's got Abigail Breslin in it and Andy Garcia and Luke Wilson and a whole lot of other actors that you all know, and it is an incredible film. It's one of these crime drama stories, and uh, it tells how Miranda rights came about, okay? And it, it's it's just a story where you didn't, you know, you never knew why. Why did they, why, why do they always do Miranda rights? Uh, and the story behind it is so incredible that you just, you'll want to see this film. And Michelle Danner, the director of the film, is going to be here to talk about it in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you'll stick around for that. And um, we've got a lot of things going on. I was looking at the the stats as far as how our episodes of On Screen and Beyond are being downloaded. And I was looking at the top 10 most all of all the time we've been doing this, 16 years, uh, which ones have uh, you know been in the top 10? And it's incredible that the lower part of the top 10 and going into 11 and 12 and 13, those spots are all within you know one or two downloads of each other like uh, Max Bear Jr uh, Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies is in that group and uh, he just just the other day he got one more download than um, uh, a-, a Martinez and uh, also I'm trying to think who else was in there there was just a you know a, a bunch of them that are in there that have uh, oh itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot but bikini uh, singer Brian Hyland uh, and uh, gypsy woman uh, he was he's in that group too and they're just um, they, they keep fluctuating but they're all within a couple of episodes you know and then there's a few that are way way above everybody else and uh, but uh, the, the, those are the ones that uh, it's interesting to see how how it goes about and I hope you'll keep downloading more episodes of on screen and beyond going back into our catalog you can see uh, in our rerun section there's just so many great people that we've had here at on screen and beyond so I hope you'll check that out you can go to on screen and to check out uh, you know our rerun section and and you can see all those people. I'm going to do some changes too, uh, not not changes, additions to it, to the website. Uh, so you'll uh, be able to go into a different, uh, you know, like find out which ones are the actors and which ones are the musicians. And, you know, I'll, I'll make a page like that so you can, if you want to look through it that way, that's another way to do it too. So anyways, uh, hope you'll download and tell a friend and get things going here at On Screen and Beyond. We love hearing from you. At feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. So be sure to check that out and uh, get it, uh, a message to us and love hearing from you. So 
What do you say? We've got some, you know, it's getting tough because of the strike and everything. The the news is not out like it has been. There's not a lot of things that are going on, but there have been uh, some things in development now, and uh, we're going to let you know about that. Uh, it's time for remakes, sequels, and prequels right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Well, as far as remakes, sequels, and prequels, uh, Barbie, of course, they've said that uh, they're now going to continue and make another Barbie movie. Surprise! (laughs) You know, one of the biggest movies uh, that's ever been made. I guess it's a lot of people are going to see it. So, anyways, it's going to land on Max in the fall. They're not giving a specific date. but uh, they say the fall it will be on the HBO backs. And uh, the rights to Mickey Spillane's Mike Hammer book series has been picked up with plans to develop a feature film revival of The Private Detective. And, of course, uh, there's been TV shows for uh, uh, Mike Hammer, and there's also been movies and things. So they're going to redo that. It's been rebought by somebody else. And uh, Scream 7 is in development with Happy Death Day director Christopher Landon. And he's on board to direct. And George Romero, who gave us Night of Living Dead. His final zombie film, Twilight of the Dead, has been picked up by a company and plans to start production this year. And that's it for remakes, sequels, and prequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, Joel McHale and Beck Bennett and Kelsey Grammer will star in a TV movie on Comedy Central called Office Race. Now, you can look for that on September 4th. And it looks like Dakota Shapiro, Hunger Games' Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, that was the movie he was in, and Ben Groh and also Oliver Cooper will star in The Lemurian Candidate. So that's a couple of new movies that are coming our way, and uh, they've evidently been given the okay to continue. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens with those. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen to Be On, well, it is time for movies and TV on DVD and streaming. August 8th, Sony Pictures Home Entertainment brings us Dampire, and that's a comic book series that has been made to digital, and uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is going to be on digital on August 8th, and on 4K UHD and Blu-ray on September 5th. And Babylon 5, The Road Home, flies on to digital, 4K and Blu-ray on August 15th. And that's it for movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. Hello, I'm Christopher Knight, and I'm on On Screen and Beyond. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, The Summer I Turned Pretty has been renewed for another season, season three, on Prime Video. And The Chosen has been given a waiver to continue filming and production during the strike, along with Apple TV Plus's Taran and actors Anne Hathaway, Glenn Close, 
Dakota Fanning and director Guy Ritchie are among others who have been given waivers. And actor Mark Margolis, known for Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, has passed away at the age of 83 this past week. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to sit down with Michelle Danner. Now, if you are a fan of uh, crime dramas and things like that, you, you got to see this film because it's, it's just an amazing story. It's called Miranda's Victim. And Michelle is the director. And it's a new film. It's got Abigail Breslin. Andy Garcia, Luke Wilson, along with others, and it is, uh, it, it's just a fascinating film. It tells the story of how Miranda Wrights came about, and it's amazing how the woman who was involved with this, uh, you know, kept going and going and going, and uh, it, it's, you gotta, you gotta hear this. But anyways, uh, Michelle Danner, the director of Miranda's Victim, coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is the director and producer of the star-studded film Miranda's Victim. The cast includes Abigail Breslin, Andy Garcia, Luke Wilson, Donald Sutherland, and more. It's Michelle Danner. Michelle, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so much for having me. Michelle, you have to tell us more about this, this story behind Amanda's victim because, you know, this is an incredible story based on true events. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. This is a, based on a true story that happened to a very courageous young woman, Patricia Weir, in, um, you know, March 1963 uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, where she took the bus to go home after she finished the shift working at the Paramount Theater. And something, you know, terrible happened to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, But she had the, the courage to fight for justice. And this is what this story is about. You know, right now, uh, of course, on TV and, and on podcasts and everything, uh, crime uh, stories are very, very popular. And But I never... I don't, you know, and, and it's my fault, but I, I, I never knew Miranda's rights, Miranda rights. I always assumed that that was something different than what, what it really is. Uh, it, it, it all goes back to this story, correct? Yes. You know, this is a unique story that for some incredible reason has never been told. We never knew. I mean, how many movies and shows and documentaries have used, you know, the Miranda rights, the right to remain silent, but we don't know the origin of it. We don't know how it came about. And this is the story that tells us how, you know, this, this happened. Yeah. It's when I, I got the, the press release, it was like, I have to talk to you because this is, this is just an amazing story and and of course your cast is is quite an amazing cast also I was very lucky to have 
incredible actors, you know, legends like Donald Sutherland and Andy Garcia and Kyle McLaughlin and the extraordinary Abigail Breslin, Mireille Inos, Emily Van Cam. I mean, the list goes on and on. Ryan Philippe, Luke Wilson, Dan Loria, mm-hmm. Nolan Gold, Taryn Manning, just, you know, Josh Bowman, who's just one of my very favorite scenes in the movie. He plays the husband of Patricia Weir. Um, yeah, I just was just lucky to just have these these actors really respond to this and want to and want to tell this important story mm-hmm. and like you say people it's not what they're going to think it is uh it, it's just the way the, the you know what we how our thinking is like you say you always thought miranda's rights and you see it on every cop show on tv and everything else and movies and everything and and it's just uh it's it's not really what you think <laughs> no you think first of all you think miranda's victim and you don't know and you don't know how hard Patricia Weir fought for justice. Mm-hmm. And also there's an incredible twist as I learned about the story myself, you know, that happens at the end of the movie where justice comes full circle. And I couldn't believe it, you know, when they say karma is a bitch, well, mm-hmm. guess what? That actually is true. Yeah, yeah. So how did you become involved with this? I mean, I know you're the director and you're also the producer, um, but, uh, you know, is this something you, you looked into or did somebody bring it to you or how, how did the whole process come about? Yeah, somebody, um, you know, they approached me. I think I had a movie that was doing very well on the festival circuit called The Runner, and I was winning some awards. And, you know, there's these lists of directors that are, you know, and um, so they approached me, they saw The Runner, they asked me to direct Miranda's Victim. I immediately saw how incredible this project was, and I was absolutely thrilled and passionate to tell the story. Um and uh, so I went and I flew and I met and, you know, and then the rest is history. It, it came, you know, it came about pretty quickly. We shot the movie literally a year ago and now we don't have a date for the release yet, but we will soon. You know, there's obviously there's a strike with SAG and, mm-hmm. and we want our actors to, you know, be able to talk about the movie because uh, they want to. They really believe in the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is a great story. And, uh, you know, like I say, it, it, it's it's just not what you, what you think. And, and not uh, what you think. That's right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just an amazing story that thank you for telling us. So so we all know about what it is. Uh, I, this was at the Santa Barbara Film Festival, I believe. We're the opening night movie at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. A lot of our cast came to support which was great um there were over 2,000 people you know it it took place in a historical theater the arlington theater and the santa barbara film festival was a wonderful festival was a great place to launch the movie Mm -hmm. uh we had an interviews we had q a's the day after um it was just a great experience to be up there it, it's just been fest- in festivals so far, right? It's Is it moving into being picked up, by, I don't know, on theaters or streaming or anything like that? Yes, it's going to definitely be in theaters and streaming. And um, we'll have a date soon. We're trying to figure out, you know, what's going to happen with SAG. Um, right. So- yeah, we're, we're we're hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's between coming off COVID and having the movies and everything delayed and everything, and now here we have the strike, and it's just it's just one thing after another. So uh, it's uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, 
do you find it difficult to uh, produce and direct? Because you do that often, right? I do. I mean, I think that I think a lot with the producer's hat in terms of how I envision things unfolding. Um, so I find myself doing a lot of the producing. I mean, I was one of the producer amongst other producers, George Colbert, who is the one, by the way, who found the story uh-huh. and, uh, and brought it to life. He had the vision for it and approached me to direct it. And I will always be so grateful to him, a real visionary. Um, um, he, um, you know, he, he did a lot of the producing. So did Valerie Debler and Brian Drillinger and Alexandra Guarnieri. And so, you know, I was, I had help, mm-hmm. uh, but oh, yeah. I do, you know, I do think with that thinking cap, uh, you know, I, I do, uh, I'm very organized and, uh, you know, I'm conscious of time on set. I'm conscious of not going into meal penalties and, uh, you know, how I'm going to shoot the scene. Um, and try to edit it in my head so I don't do extra stuff that I'm not going to need. Hmm. Um, so, but uh, but I was lucky enough. It takes a village, you know. Every time you watch a movie and you sit there and you look at the scroll at the end, you go, "It takes more than a village to make a movie happen." Yeah. So, you know, you certainly get help. Mm-hmm. Does the producer argue with the director <laughs> often? <laughs> No, no. I mean, you know, the the producer wants to be careful with money and I want to be respectful to the people that put the money in, you know. So mm-hmm. I try to, you know, for instance, if they're asking for, you know, one department asks for all this extra stuff, you know, I use my producer's hat and say, do we really need that to tell the story? Yeah. But there really doesn't come a time where the director and the producer go, you know, no, they, they both think the same way. It's not always, you know, this thing about throwing money at something that's going to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, sometimes less money that you have, more your imagination has to kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you think about the the movies that were made back in the, you know, 50s and 60s. I mean, they couldn't do what, what is being done now, you know, obviously with, uh, you know, all the uh, computer generation that we can do and everything. But they did a lot of things back then out of necessity and they found a way to do it. Exactly. That's right. You know, I think Orson Welles said, I don't know, there was a quote about, you know, if you, when the creativity kicks in, but I can't quote it right now, but it's something about, you know, truly independent movies when you really have no money or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just one of those uh, amazing things that, you know, the, the will of getting things done, you come up with something. That's just what happens. I mean, as far as Michelle Danner, producer, director, acting coach <laughs> i know you do all these things is there one is that is the uh the the you and everything else is behind it or is is this just just something you've always done um yeah i mean i've always been interested in you know uh, directing and writing and teaching and acting i mean one feeds the other you know mm-hmm. yeah now were you always involved with acting and 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 theater and thing what 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 came first for you 
I think so. I mean, I was told. My father opened the very first William Morris agency in Paris, in France, hmm. in the 60s. As a matter of fact, I was recently in Paris a couple of weeks ago, and I was standing right there at the corner, Rue Marbeuf, and where they had the offices of the William Morris. And I would, at a very young age, go to the office with my dad and play under his desk and was privy to all these huge stars come in and just talk about their dreams and their vision boards. Um, and so at a young age, I studied, you know, literature and uh, went to museums and went to the theater and went to the movies. And I was always very passionate about the arts. Mm -hmm. And when we moved back to the United States, when I was, you know, in my teens, I had, you know, the chance, the honor to study with Stella Adler and with Uta Hagen and, you know, Herbert Bergdorf and some wonderfully iconic acting teachers. And it, but it wasn't until I moved to Los Angeles that a lot of people were asking me to coach them because I was always very fascinated with the craft of acting. And I started to coach and I started to coach more and teach and opened school in a conservatory school, the Los Angeles Acting Conservatory. And, um, but also always wanted to tell stories and realize that, you know, when you make movies, you play to the biggest classroom in the world. And so um, I became passionate about telling stories that I felt were socially relevant, but also comedies. I have a very eclectic taste in genres. Hmm. And so I could go from directing, uh, you know, a courtroom thriller drama to a, you know, fun romantic comedy. As a matter of fact, I'm preparing right now to direct uh, a very cute uh, comedy called The Italians. Um, and then I'm going to direct after that um, Helios, which is a, a sci-fi thriller. So I'm very, very uh, interested in different genres. Hi, this is Melissa Anderson on On Screen and Beyond. Now, I wanted to mention about Helios. Uh, that one intrigued me because I, I enjoy sci-fi movies and things like that. It, it sounds like a big budget movie because you're talking space station and everything else, right? Yeah, NASA. I think we're going to uh, go do some shooting at NASA. So, yeah, we've got NASA and we've got, you know, big, big deserts, big visual effects. And it's it's a big movie, yes. Wow. Yeah. It, now... Can you tell us anybody who's going to be in that yet, or is that not even into that stage yet? Not yet, but we have some great sponsors, uh, Blue Horizons, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos. Yes, we I heard that. Sponsors on board, and uh, we don't know yet. You know, we, obviously we're not making offers because there's a strike right now. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> uh, it's 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 so uh, it's just slowing everything down. But this is this will be the. Second one, you're you're gonna have another one in between Miranda's victim and and uh, that one Helios. Yeah, a little indie that I've been you know working on for years, but again we're you know waiting and seeing what's gonna happen with uh, with SAG. Mm -hmm. um, but um, but the Helios is a big movie. It's a big prep movie, and I've been working on that as well. So I'm very excited yeah. to shoot that. Yeah. So even though you're not doing you know, with the actors and the, the the production of part of it, you're still sitting on the sidelines, getting things ready, getting things set for that. Well, of course, yes, I'm doing the research and yeah, yeah, 
reading the script and coming up with ideas absolutely yeah yeah so miranda's victim this movie you know we see so many hollywood movies of uh, you know like, like and i don't want to put helios in this because i'm not sure what it's going to be but you know a lot of the studios like the big budget ones the, the explosions and everything but miranda's victim like i say it sounds like such a a, a great movie to see it tells a great story well, thank you. Well, so far, you know, we've played several film festivals. We're on the film festival circuit. We did the Gasparilla Film Festival, another historical theater, the Temp Theater in Florida. And we um, did World Fest Houston, where we won. Uh, we went just now this summer to the East Gia Film Festival in Italy. We also won for Best Movie. Wow. Um, we are going to go, we are at um, Flickers, Rhode Island. Um, in a week. Then we're going to go to Cinequest in San Jose, to the Catalina Film Festival in September, the Seattle Film Festival. So we're very much actively on the festival circuit. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I, I've said this many times, but people can see some of the best movies that they won't see you know, pushed like the theaters, the studios do in theaters, but some of the best movies can be seen at festivals. Absolutely. I mean, I've had the greatest experiences, sometimes even waking up 9 a.m., watching a movie, you know, at a film festival, and it stays with me. And, you know, there's some, I love film festivals, and I love the fact that we're we're doing the circuit, and we're winning awards, and it's just great. Yeah, and and another good thing for the, the average person who's a, a, a theater goer uh, that goes to festivals, uh, sometimes you get to meet some of the actors, the, the directors, producers they're all there and you can actually talk to the people you know it's it's it, there's not that barrier you know that we usually find where we can't exactly. you know <laughs> yeah. some some great conversations to be had absolutely yeah yeah so do you attend most of the festivals or or are you you know not do i do all of them right um, yeah there's so many. <laughs> We were just, you know, in Orlando, but, you know, someone from our team ends up going. Uh, George, in this case, George Colbert went to Orlando. Mm -hmm. But I love film festivals. I try to as much as I can. Yeah. I, I'm just surprised the studio didn't grab this movie the second it was even talked about. I mean, it's it's just such a, an amazing story. Um, it is. It's uh, it's an extraordinary story, really. And it had a huge impact on, you know, civil right liberties. You know, people were arrested. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a great story, and I'm just so happy that we're telling it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that uh, I will get some advance notice by, from somebody that uh, when it is going to be out in theaters so we can you know let people know about it because i mean now you know we've been talking about it and people are going to get all excited and they don't know where, you know where they can see it right <laughs> like you say your other movies are all in the pre production studio uh, the pre production stage right now uh, hopefully soon we'll be getting into that uh, where you can actually get those out and uh, I'll be kind of excited to see those too so um, now Michelle we're going to finish up with one final question here but when you sit back and relax and you're watching TV or movies at the theaters um, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past and what's your favorite movies now and of the past well, I watched yesterday Steel Magnolias. That was a wonderful movie. Mm -hmm. 
the preparer for this movie, The Italians. Um, Oh, we've been watching. I have a different. I joke that I have a different dance card with my children. Uh, with my fourteen-year-old, uh, I watch Better Call Saul. Yes. With my twenty-year-old, I'm watching The Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with my sister, I watch you know Homeland and The Handmaid's Tale. So I have uh, I have different uh, different programs depending on who I'm watching with. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you were growing up as a kid, what were you watching then? What inspired oh. you? <laughs> well, I would go to the movie theaters to see Young Frankenstein and mm-hmm. Joe Frankenstein and uh, Gone with the Wind. Um, so I, I would see a lot of, I saw a lot of content when I was younger growing up, uh, a lot of French movies, a lot of European movies. And now, that I'm watching with my kids, you know, we're constantly also going to the theater, to the movie theater. We just went to see Haunted Mansion. We just went to see Beetlejuice, the Pantages. Uh, I was in New York. I went to see three Broadway shows, uh, some Like It Hot, and some, you know, I, we're, we're constantly going to watch things. Yeah. Um, there's so many wonderful things to see. It's a great time. And I think that after COVID, I mean, the shows on Broadway that we've seen were so phenomenal. I mean, I think after, you know, two years of having that pause, the creative juices have been, you know, flowing for everyone. And I just feel that there's just a level of excellence in the work, both on theater, on film, and TV shows. There's some great things to see mm-hmm. yeah and now you know sadly everything now is taking another screeching halt and we gotta wait through this and you know but hopefully things will work out everybody will end up you know with a fair handshake and uh, we'll get back to uh, enjoying what we all love going escaping to the theaters and tv and everything else exactly yes that's Exactly right. Yeah. Um, now, Michelle, uh, I want to remind people that Miranda's Victim is a, is one of these movies you do not want to miss. And uh, I will, of course, as soon as I find out any information of where it's going to be. Uh, but if you are in an area where the film festivals are, you can check it out ahead of time and uh, enjoy a great movie. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. Well, I I cannot thank you enough for joining us, uh, Michelle. So uh, good luck with your films and the future films. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you going out to Michelle Danner here at On Screen and Beyond for joining us and letting us know about Miranda's victim. And uh, you can be keeping an eye out for that film as it comes our way. I'll let you know when I hear, uh, you know, when it's going to be out, where it's going to be out, so we can all take a a good look at it and get the, the whole story. Just be sure to check that out. And uh, we've got uh, a lot of things going on and, uh, you know, not as far as uh, news, but, uh, you know, that's that's a whole different thing. But we've got another guest coming your way next week. And uh, this one is uh, from a very popular TV show that a lot of you know. And uh, he'll be joining us 
And that's coming up next week right here on On Screen and Beyond. If you have a suggestion for a guest, I'm always interested in finding out who you would like to have here at On Screen and Beyond. Uh, I'm not saying I can get that person on. A lot of times right now, the actors aren't even going on uh, to talk on podcasts and things like that because they're all part of their, you know, uh, their strike and everything. So uh, it's, uh, you know, hit or miss when we can get them and uh, not sure they'll even come on the show. So we, we never know. No, but uh, I will try my best to get that person on that you'd like to hear, and we'll see what we can do about getting them on. In the meantime, if you would do me a favor by going to onscreenandbeyond.com or one of your favorite podcast providers and uh, turn around and download all the episodes of On Screen and Beyond. It helps us out, and you can get some really fun and interesting stories from all these people we've had here at On Screen and Beyond. We've had over 647 people, and and uh, it's just uh, their stories and their uh, things they tell us and everything is just, just just amazing. So I hope you'll check that out. Tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. Get the word out. If uh, we post something out on the social medias, I hope that you're you know sharing it or uh, whatever they each individual one calls it something different. But you know, share it with people and let them know about it. And uh, we appreciate that. So. That's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.